No, you yeah, need hardly. see Cam. You need a I, as an outside observer right now. If I'm just opening up, you know, your webcam for the first time, too many things are nondescript. You know, there's a big open. You know, it's sort of like I can see that it's a puck. I can see uh, one of them is a Canadian's. I think that first one in the case is for the first game at the ACC. There you go. That's I mean. We're not when we're chatting. We're obviously not listening to each other. You're just examining. And my I, I couldn't tell you what the second one is to be honest. But was I right about the first one? Last, yeah, you were. Um, was it last game one? at uh, at the gardens? The gardens. That's yeah. so funny. Literally, I only caught that because I have a family friend who. That's a lie already. I don't believe it. Right off the bat. Fam if family any friend? Anytime anybody says, I have a family friend, it's a sure lie. Sure you do. Uh, I have a family friend who works at the ACC, so I have the... And, and they worked at the Garden, so I have the, la the last program from the game at the Garden and the first program from the game at the ACC. So I just recognize that logo of like the spotlights shining up into the sky. Well, that's just the ACC logo. Is that just the ACC logo? Yeah, that's not that's not I like thought the, the ACC first logo day. was just the Air Canada logo. <laughs> like, no, no, they they have a logo. They have their own thing? Yeah. That's oh. a thing. Oh. Yeah, I think um yeah, Cam, you're getting there close with your style. Uh it'd be nice to see maybe uh some photos of loved ones. I feel like that's going to be asking too much. Uh, like too many questions. Like, is that your daughter, wife, girlfriend? How about this? Like, how about this? The how, camera's how, not clear enough. How about this? I think you should have a lot more books. Okay. And you have, you know, yeah, like you said, yeah, like you said, things like business books, say, books about selling, and then right in there, keep like a book and title, yeah, titled like "Living with a Micro Penis." And then, but it's very, very small. And then, and then it just goes on to like another like encyclopedia or something. I think that would be a great. I, I think that'd be I a great like idea. I would like if I printed off like a bookshelf here that just had the most typical cliche like titles like ABCs always be closing. The customer is always right. Like shit like that. That's just over the top salesy. Like the art of the deal would have to be in there. Mm -hmm. I mean, what you could do if you're really struggling there, just maybe take like a like a bunch of blocks of wood, paint them. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. To make them look like books, and so when someone sees your bookshelf, they're like, "Wow, that he, I, he that that bookshelf is gets, full of books. He must it gets be smart." Stupider as it goes through, like yeah, you know, but by, by the end, it's like Doctor Seuss. It's just like, hop on pop by the end yeah. of it. <laughs> it starts off like I got sapien or I got Homo Deus in here. Starts off there, then it's like sales uh, 401 and it's like sales the art of selling things sales when you sell things to other people selling things on kijiji <laughs> selling your own body <laughs> how to sell your plasma for profit yeah is the, is the black market really black no it's not <laughs> yeah we're not, we're, not, we're not playing on race here no, it's 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 just the dark market. Dark market. Um, yeah. So if you're interested in selling your kidneys, we got a platform for you. Continuing tonight on two C's in a pod. Ninety-six point seven on your. Two C's. 
two C's in a pod, 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 two C's just like two C's in a pod, two C's because we're two C's in a pod, two C's just like two C's in a pod, two C's in a pod at gmail.com. Welcome to two C's in a pod. Your two favorite co-hosts, Monday morning. It's a holiday today. I didn't know it was a holiday today, uh, but before that, Cam Osborne on my right, uh, myself and myself, and we're about to kick off another week of your favorite show. Probably not, but maybe. Probably your top 40 shows? At least, top- at, at least, honestly. If you're listening, it's got to be in the top 50. I think I think I think for most of our listeners, yeah, you you we are one of probably less than fifty podcasts that you subscribe to. That is right. It's two season a pod. It's holiday Monday, and Cam, I also never know it's a holiday. I never know. Okay, here are holidays: the twenty fifth of December, Valentine's Day. Never changes. Never changes. Yes, thank right. you, Valentine's April Day for 1st. never changing. Never changes. Never changes. Uh, Easter. Third or fourth uh, always rotation changes. of the sun in April. Always changes. Yeah. The well, second time you see the fox across the road, uh, three weeks later in April. Even even this past Canada Day, I think, was on a... The, the day itself was on a Thursday, and everybody's... Well, no, that's the first. The first of July is Canada Day. That one's, you know, July the 4th, fuck yeah, let's go but, America. Uh, I, I, yeah, but I recall this year it was like the actual day itself was a Wednesday, and then people are like, well, you get the day off, but then you have to go back to work after that. Yeah, it's but all that's so when conf- companies come up with policies, right? It's They're all like, so goddamn confusing, and uh, it's something what would you that- like? What, what would you like to do instead? Instead of hol- instead of holidays? Well, like for Canada Day, you, you just said, love that it's on the same day every year, and then you're like, but this one, I don't like how it's on the same day every year because it complicates things. You just want it to be on the Friday. Yeah, because that's the thing, Well, right? they already do that. They do that with Good Friday, but you don't like that. Well, I don't like Good Friday the- because that day is always changes. I think you're, you're talking in circles here. Uh, yeah. No, I, I, uh, I do like the Christmas model where it's just, it, that's fucking Christmas. Everybody shut well, the hell up. Christmas, yeah, but that's like take the week off, you know? <laughs> like it's a write-off. Um, so I was at a meeting and then my boss was saying, he's like, uh, by the way, Americans, Monday is a holiday in Canada. So, you know, he didn't say like take the day off, but he's like, you know, wink, wink. No one's working around here. And I was like, oh, shit, I didn't realize it was a holiday. He's like, you didn't? I'm like, oh, I've just been so focused on work. Am I right, fellas? Like, wink, wink. And no <laughs> one laughed. And I was like, Looks like that one fell a little bit flat. <laughs> yeah, now they all think you're a brown noser or something. Well, I was trying to make a sarcastic joke. Like, yeah, I don't get excited about long weekends. Those suck. I wish I was working all the time. But uh, maybe that didn't uh, didn't land as well as I thought. Yeah, it's too much to just tr- keep track of, you know, when a long weekend is, because when then it that, yeah, because then that involves like weeks and weeks of planning beforehand, and that's just hard. Can I keep my keep my calendar updated for six months? Well, yeah, well, I think I think Cam, in that case, you would be the uh, the minority there. Maybe you're the minority. That is a good question. Let us know. Two scenes pod at gmail.com. How far in advance do you schedule your life, right? Do you need something to be going on every single weekend? Or do you like just waking up on a Saturday thinking to yourself, ah, I've got nothing to do? Let us know. Two season pod at gmail.com. 
So here's my thing. I'll send out invitation. If I'm having a party or something, I'll plan it like two or three months in advance and be like, hey, on this day, um, I'm having a party. You're invited. Put it in your calendars. And some people will get back to me and go, mm, I don't know if I'm doing it on that day. And I'm like, that's the point. You're doing something on that day because I said it first. <laughs> and the, the more it's in advance, you're like, yeah. I'm booking that day. Yeah, you don't tell you. me like something else might maybe more important might come. It's like what? What's up? If someone died, sure, okay. Otherwise, you're coming. Put it on the calendar. Once it's in there, it's locked. I mean, you know, and I think you can kind of take that model from like weddings when they when they'll send yeah. you a year in advance a save the date because they're saying like that's the day save the day. Don't fuck this up. I'm telling you way in advance. We're telling you right now. It's right then. So, come or don't, but that's the day. Yeah, don't blame us for making a short uh, notice wedding. Yeah, it's uh, oh. that. That's totally normal. That's totally normal, Cam. Um, Did you watch The Hills? Yeah, I know you've been in a. The, the, I know you've been in the midst of a Hills rewatch. Uh, I mean, I watched it when it was out on TV, like the first time. I've, I'd never seen it. I just catch occasional episodes when Shannon's watching it. Right, and, because uh, you did not have cable or something like that? I just had no interest in the hills. Oh, okay. I mean, I would watch MTV, but when that comes on, you know, you stay for the uh, the theme song. That's it. <laughs> it's just like the OC. California! Like, you stay for that, and then you're like, I'm out of here. And then you're gone, yeah. Yeah, and then you're like, what's on SportsCenter? Same loop as I saw this morning? <laughs> Perfect, you know? The classics. I don't even have a... At that point, I don't even have a phone to distract me. I'm watching the full episode two, three times. Don't know why. You know, nowadays, you're like, I'll just browse through my phone while I'm watching this. Not really paying attention to either, but you feel like, I don't know, you accomplished something at the end. Um, now, the Olympics is on, which is unbelievable for my time zone, which is 5 a.m. time, um, because it's on. I wake up, flick on the Olympics. It's like, what's on now? A lot of dumb sports that I don't like, but there's a great couple great ones. Woo! Hello. And you know, if you have, uh, you know, if you have Amazon Prime, uh, I don't know if you've noticed this game. They've been or they've organized all of the Olympics coverage pretty good there. You can just kind of click Tokyo 2020, and then it's all replays. But it's just really? the full. Yeah, it's just the full. However, three-hour stream or whatever of you know like uh, the fencing qualifiers and then the skateboarding, this, that, the other. Uh, have, yeah, have, we, have we, you seen any live medals yet? Like get uh, put on any Canadians? No, we we have been watching a couple times though. Just like during a workout, we'll uh, you know kind of put it on put it on the television in the background and kind of cycle through a few different sports. Right, uh, check out fencing and then check out women's water polo and then just some of the cool shit that you uh, you don't get to see. Uh, you know, in a kind of normal Monday to Friday of sports watching. I mean, uh, there's some I find like fencing. I'm like, sure, you get the technique down pretty quickly. Like gymnastics open qualifiers, you once you see it two or three times, you're like, it lots of spins, lots of twirls. One thing I like, one yourself. thing I one thing I like about fencing that I just kind of noticed that, is that, that one's the stabbing one, right? Yeah, the whole thing yeah. is like uh, censored. 
Like yeah. there's like wires and yeah, they and, don't uh, let you say what you want to say. They Very don't let censored. you say what you want to say. <laughs> it's super censored. And you know, both people have an LED light on their helmet that either flashes red or green, whether like you were that. hit yeah. or you did the hitting. And yeah, they have like a little almost like a little mic pack on the on their back, you know, holding all the things together. I'm like, that's kinda that's super cool that I, they have I figured think- it out. They should do like the with the lights. They should also have Mortal Kombat things pop out, like death blow after you get like I don't know five strikes or whatever. I don't know what the language is in that sport. <laughs> yeah, but it's probably something like strike. Yeah, um, strike hit. I don't know. Um, when you okay, when you're talking about I I, fight, I watch fights with some people, and then when they say um, like someone lands a punch, you say, "Oh, he landed a blank." What's the word? Yes, a uh, hit. See, that's one I get from the casuals. Is the oh, he's made a lot of good hits. It's a strike. Or no, is well, the word you're looking oh, for. Oh, okay, you were looking for strike. Sorry, I I thought I thought because we said the word strike before, whatever you were looking for was something different. No, I, I mean I, I, I went stri- against I my bed. Strike is the one I know for fighting for uh, fencing. No idea. Could be, I could be hit. But what could wh- be poke? Could be stab? Could be gruesome blow? But is but it, or is strike the is strike the uh, like the official word or if you said yeah blow, he took a blow um, to the face. So they'll they'll count significant strikes as a stat. They'll count uh, total strikes. Um, blows would be. But there's stri- not really a stat for yeah, blows. Stri- well, strike is still just a synonym for like times you made contact. Yeah, but I mean, if you were to look on like hockey, you wouldn't say like. Puck hit goalie. You'd say shots. Puck hit goalie. Puck, puck was shot. Puck hit goalie. Yeah. P P H G. The P H G. Yeah. What's your P H Gs? What's that? Your puck hit the goalie. Oh, I'm getting six like, P H Gs a game. Yeah. <laughs> wow. How many, how many P H Ns? Sorry. What puck hit net? You mean goals? Like yeah, sure. Synonyms. No, that's that's a P H B N. Puck hit back of net. Ah, uh, back of net. Right. Yeah. Because Puck it c- post doesn't count for anything. PHP, yeah, it's a whole new stat for those nerds out there. Uh, yeah. PHPs, PHBNs, PHGs. Shoulder hat, shoulder pad hit their shoulder pad. Yeah, all sorts. You're of like, new do you statistics. mean hit? You're like, yeah, you call it that if you're a casual. Well, I mean, that's the thing, right? And the uh, it's because we've plateaued with sports, and now we need uh, to only look up the most ridiculous statistics and nonsensical uh, things. Who knows? That could be the next step, right? Like shots is shots is one thing. We need to know how many times you hit the pads, how many times you hit the helmet, how many times you hit the post. I love it. I I find it fun when people count those stats for very amateur sports. Like there'll be some people in the golf community. It's like, yeah, I got twenty two thousand revolutions on my backspin for my driver, and you're like, yeah, but you put it in the forest. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's like I got six assists in my pickup basketball league. It's like, yeah, but you're playing against children. You know, like what's, <laughs> who cares? You should have had 12. Yeah. Why are you counting stats in this? I can't say I'm not, though. No, I mean, you're always going to count stats no matter what, no matter where you are. 
If you're playing, it's sports. nice to come. It's nice to come home to your partner and they ask you like, "Did you have fun?" You're like, "Fun. Who cares about that? I got three assists, four rebounds, <laughs> uh, two buckets. You know, I went six for three. You know, six for uh, seven at the three throw line." She's like, "So you had fun?" You're like, "I guess. Yeah, if you call that fun." <laughs> That could be it. No, no, you are. Uh, it's a good point. It's a good point. If you, you, all you stat heads out there, stat keepers, questions. What are you doing? Find something else to do. Uh, have you ever heard about the people in baseball who like keep their own stats? Yeah, like they'll. Yeah, that's wild. They well, sit I think, in the stands. Well, yeah, I think that's like a thing. From what I understand. Uh, from my stepdad is that that was a thing that like our dads did with their dads at the ballpark. Right. They're trying you know, to calculate OPS and slugging percentage. And you're like, why don't we have a calculator? It's well, like I think you do it the old traditional way. I think way. before any of that, th- though, that kind of shit existed, it would yeah. be like, yeah, like a kid shows up to a ballpark with his little, uh, you know, with his, yeah, he, he has, like, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of like the roster for the team and then kind of writes everything down. And it was sort of like a fun you keep up with baseball because baseball is the most boring thing that's ever happened. That's why baseball statistics are the most out there and specific out of all the sports. It has to be it. It has to be it. Um, when you see a stat that shows somebody's batting average against left-handed pitchers in September, that's when you know uh, we've run out of things to do. And I think it's, it's not—it's not quite a sport if you can uh, do math while watching it. I gotta say, can, it's not a sport. I can just see a kid being like, "Hey, Dad, just want to confirm." That slugging percentage is home runs plus triples plus doubles. Uh, equate that minus hits, and you should get the number of singles you had divided by at bats, and that equals that equals slugging percentage, right? He's like, shut up and get me a beer. I, I mean, and, and that's a, it's, that's that's quite frankly a tale as old as time. Yeah. Uh, what you just described: hits, doubles, two x triples, three x home runs divided by total bases, total bags. Uh, times the amount of dip you put in your mouth that game. That's where you get your uh, OPS. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Brought to you by Skull. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so sports are fun. I like how they're doing it at the Olympics, too, as they put a lot of like interesting metrics that I don't understand on the screen. Like when it's swimming, they're like, as you can see, this person's going at like 1.76 meters per second. You're like, yeah, that's, that's pretty quick. I... And then anytime I, I hear, I any, anytime that. I hear something like that, 1.76 meters per second, I'm like, wow, okay, so that's like one Mississippi, two Mississippi. Wow, that's fast. Oh, that's, oh, that's fast. That's almost two Mississippis. Haven't seen any um, bad failures yet. Waiting for that. Is like, that worse? Uh, well, it, I'd love to see like they put you know someone in the pool who's like, this is you know Uganda's first time ever swimming the Olympics. And, you know, they are four laps behind everybody else. But everyone, obviously, it's no crowd. But all the other swimmers are like, come on, buddy. You're going to make it. And he's like, don't clap. I know how to swim. Like, please. <laughs> and they're like, come, you're going to make it. He's like, I'm fully comp. I don't need a life jacket. Like, I like, know how to swim. I made yeah. it this far. Yeah, made it this far in the Olympics. Like the Jamaican bobsled team. Haven't seen any of those yet. Didn't know Australia was such good swimmers, though. You You didn't? Just I just kind they, of assumed because they're an island. Yeah, but I mean, 
we're also like surrounded by two different oceans. Three. Three. And, you know, we're decent. <laughs> yeah, but I just never, like, apparently we're very good at rowing, too. Watch the uh, Canada get bronze last night. Oh, yeah? Well, doesn't Canada yeah. have the most fresh water than anybody or something like that? Something like that, yeah. Fresh water and Nestle bottles. Brought to yeah. you by Nestle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I guess we're pretty good at those things. I'm waiting to see something that we, um, apparently field hockey, you know, uh, old slobs know. Old slobs. Not a real sport, but Jesus Christ, do we get spanked in it. Every time I see the highlights, like 15-1. I'm like, how could you be so bad at this? Just bring out your regular sticks, boys. Well, I think the uh, I think the U.S. men's basketball team beat Nigeria like one twenty to sixty six the other day. I thought the U.S. team was struggling. They lost a couple games, but then they won another game. So, because they like always win, right? They always win, but the Europeans are coming for them. Good, I like that. Yeah, and it's not professional players; it's like amateurs. Am I right about that? Well, I mean, that's the uh, that's the debate, or that's like one of the questions about the Olympics in general, right? Because the Olympics, as its entirety, are supposed to be the best non-professional athletes. Right. Um, however, I think when it comes to both the summer and the winter games, respectively, basketball and hockey bring in the revenue. Therefore, they kind of like let it slide and be like, okay, we'll let the professionals play these two sports because without them we lose a lot of money. So, I mean, no, a lot of the teams, a lot of the other basketball teams out there are filled with other NBA players, EuroLeague players, NBL players, which is the league in Australia. Um, filled with a lot of people like that still. So uh, you kind of see a little bit of the two, but it's all about the well, money, right? Yeah, I think there's another... I think golf also does... Um... Golf and tennis... Yeah, they allow professionals. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, but but I mean, I guess on a lesser scale. But yes, I guess that's more of like a little, kind of like an individual scale, right? Especially you know when it comes to what's maybe bringing in the money. Well, I think someone made the point that golfers at the Olympics might be the most wealthy athletes. Um. Yeah, unless well, maybe tennis. Well, like, well, I guess it would depend on who. It would depend on who is there, right? If Roger Federer steps into a room, he's immediately the richest person in that room. Until LeBron James walks into that room, and then he's the richest person in that room, right? So, yeah, I guess there would be those few, those very short few examples. But yeah, basketball, hockey, tennis. Uh, golf, soccer would be the sports where they are the richest individually. Uh, yeah, but but soccer, they it's amateurs though. Oh, is it? Yeah, because think about it. The world, the uh, Euro Cup just came on. They're not going to double up. I can't. I check this. Cam, Cam, I'm not going to think about soccer. What am You're I? Thinking an Italian? It. You're thinking about it. You're thinking about it. I'm not uh, anymore. Uh, yeah, because the Euro Cup just passed, and then they. Because I was thinking about this, I'm like, should. Italy, I think they won. Um, I'm like, should they be that excited? Because they got another few games coming up in like a week. Turns out, no. They just got the amateurs. Oh, okay. Which, yeah, seems, which, which seems better, right? Uh, I mean, do you prefer the World Juniors or the Olympic hockey? Probably neither. Hockey? Yeah, I don't give a shit about juniors, no. 
Oh, but I said or Olympics because the Olympics normally has the NHLers in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. It'll be tough I, to see. I, tough. I don't know. World Juniors is fun. It's fun to see the new talent coming up if you're a hardcore. No, that's too much. That's too much. I'm just kind of past watching 17-year-old boys. There was a time. There was a time in my life where every single Boxing Day I would wake up Grab an orange, grab an orange juice, and watch seventeen-year-old boys play hockey. But now, as an almost thirty-year-old, I don't know. I just can't get behind. I just can't do it anymore. I think it's just sloppy and fast hockey. Mm. So it's like they're very quick, but they also make really bad mistakes because they're young, dumb, and full of cum. Yeah, and at least what if it comes to like watching like, you know, college basketball, they're like three years older and you're like, okay, you're a slightly more mature. But, but there seems like such nonsense to watching there, that. There's something about, you know, watching a post game interview with a hockey player and he's just kind of like covered with zits and acne. And I'm like, I don't I don't want to listen to your post game. Nothing you say can be insightful. But isn't college basketball like that too? But then again, I see the college basketball players and like this man is nice. 19 years old you're like he is bigger than any person i've ever seen in my life and is on steroids he's and 19, weighs 260 he's six yeah. eight, he's six eight 235 pounds and you're like yeah wow. like, don't give me this shit really you're telling me he's 19 years old you heard about that guy who um he was at a college in the states and then he ended up being like a 32 year old man you hear about this have you seen this have you heard about this um, not directly the report you're saying. I do know there's a current basketball player who there was just like a miscommunication between his age. No, no it wasn't like he's it, no, it wasn't. I just did the finger quotes. No, it, it, it wasn't like he's actually 32. He's actually 27. But then like one pre-draft uh, report. Or like, you know, when the time he was drafted, he was like 22. But one pre-draft report said he was 20, and then he never got the chance to correct them. And until like, you know, within the past couple of years, when he, his name is Buddy Healed. Until within the past couple of years, when he, was, when he was like, you know, I'm celebrating my 26th birthday. Like, wait, you're only 24. He's like, nope, I'm 26. You're like, I no, tried to tell you. Uh, yeah, he's, he's like, like, did he's you? like, you're like, eh, sort of. He's like, nobody asked. <laughs> he's like, because, well, you know, when you sign up for college and then at the NBA, all these sorts of things, you're like, you figure somebody will double check these things. Nobody did. Nobody ever did. And he's like, I'm sorry if I'm, I, you know, you felt misled. Nobody asked me my real birthday. I'm if, like, okay. that one's on you guys. If you got drafted to the NBA or like, I don't know, whatever sport you want, the ultimate disc bullshit league. Um, uh, anyway, if they were saying on the announcement table when you first came on and then you became a star as Osborne instead of Osborne, mm-hmm. how long would it take for you to like go to the announcer and be like, guys, it's Osborne, not Osborne? Uh, they would you be a day one guy? Because there's so many people that who just like don't say anything for years and it's like, it's not Megomed Sheripov, it's Megomed Sheripov. <laughs> No, they fix those things eventually. I mean, Giannis Antetokounmpo used to be called all sorts of things because there's like N's and P's directly, but his his last name looks like the alphabet. So he got called all sorts of things until he reached a level of success where it was like, oh no, now everybody is talking about him. We better get this right. Yeah, by the way. By the way, this is how you pronounce the name. Yeah, it's like that uh, country in Africa. 
Cameroon. <laughs> Starts with an N. Moving ahead. <laughs> no, landed flat on it. Um, you said moving anyway. ahead. I was, I was, I was waiting for you to move ahead. Oh, okay. Um, we got any games this week? Uh, of course we do. Of course we have all sorts of uh, fun stuff. God, we've been doing a lot of show just talking about, just chatting about the Olympics here. Sparks! Uh, let's get into, um, how about notes from last week, shall we? Notes. We got some notes. We got some notes. 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 We got some notes. Notes and amendments. Um, there was only one real note, uh, which happens to be the question of, um, if you're born on an embassy, what happens? What happens to your specific nationality, right? Can um, I, can I guess? Sure, you may. So I'm pretty sure what it is, is if I was born on a U.S. embassy in Saudi Arabia, I'm a U.S. citizen. Uh, super common misconception, Cam. Uh, in the United States specifically, under the 14th Amendment, does not bestow citizenship to somebody if you're born on an embassy. So if you're an American born on an embassy in Saudi Arabia, you do not have American citizenship. You have Saudi Arabian citizenship. As an How example. about if you're born on a military base? Uh, military base is the same thing. It's actually a common misconception that people think because just because you're part of, on a, it, it's like it's not you're not actually uh, the embassy or a military base. That's not U.S. soil. That's sort of like soil of the other country that they allow another country to operate out of. It's not like it's so it's not like the country of the United States is all the states and then a bunch of little dots all around the world is like U.S. land. Uh, well, that's very interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know a guy very, very common was born on that and he can claims citizenship. Yeah. So you can apply for citizenship just like anything else. For example, right. If you are born on an embassy or a military base in another country to two American parents, you would have a much, much easier time applying for American citizenship. However, you would also have citizenship to the other country that you're a part of, wherever that is. Wow. Yeah. So, because because if you have a parent who is of a nationality, you qualify for citizenship far, far easier than somebody who wasn't. Right. right. You kind of because your parentals are from there. And if you especially if you moved there subsequently, you would then have a claim. But if you if you're born to two American parents on a German military base, you are born with a German or sorry, you know, on German, you know, whatever on that side of the world, you would have German citizenship. And then you could probably very easily apply for Canadian um, U.S. citizenship. Wow. Okay, this is news to me. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm yeah. Glad, I'm glad I wasn't born on a, what do you call it? I mean, uh, a lot MC. of people have our dual citizens, right? That's what dual citizenship is. Yeah, you I know? wish I was. I, you know, I have a friend, yeah, you, I mean, you might have a friend, I know somebody born in the States, came here, his folks divorced, came here when he was super young, mm -hmm. his mom settled down here, and then he was able to apply for Canadian citizenship. Like, it's, it's you know, it's it's easier if you have a parent, you know, but... Yeah. That's about it. Yeah, I guess I'm not becoming an EU citizen anytime soon. Mm -mm. That'd be a nice one. Except I can't go to Ireland, Northern Ireland. I don't know. One of those two. Brexit. Who's following this these days? Not me. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. yeah I'm a big pound guy. 
<laughs> Love pounds. Saw, great puns you can do with pounds. Like I saw a video Such that said as? like, um, there was some guy who was like, I'm testing out this 400 pound driver, and someone's like, I can't believe you can lift it. But um, yeah. You know, lots of lots of good jokes there. Yeah, that's a bad joke. That's a classic bad joke. That's a good one. Okay, I'm a comedian. <laughs> I'm a comedian. Goddamn, I'm a comedian. I didn't say I'm a good one. No, you didn't. But I'm a- no, you didn't. No. Well, wanna uh, want to do something else it? on the show? No. Okay. We let's. Uh, we're about halfway through the show here, so let's uh, let's get into this week's edition of the Nightcap. The Nightcap, a shadowy flight into the dangerous world of a man who does not exist. All we need is five minutes to recap this week's episode. Maybe less than five minutes, but certainly not more than five minutes. We're going to need more than five minutes. Oh, wow. We're coming in hot with the Nightcap. I forgot how how these things work. Okay. (laughs) You forgot Um, how they work every single week. We uh, we go through season one of Knight Rider. Knight Rider following the adventures of Michael Knight and his supercar kit as they traverse the Midwest solving all of America's problems. Uh, this, this is the third last episode of the season, folks. Um, we are we're coming in hot with what the next episode or what the next season or what the next show will be. Should, um, we, should it, we tease it? Should we tease a few options? No, no, no. It'll go, it'll no, go unannounced. Them. I mean, either way it doesn't matter what their input is thanks slobs um we will so i guess this is episode 20 of night rider this week uh we have three more episodes maybe on the on the season finale of night rider we will announce uh the next show so you know next week you said no there's to be not next week's show but the week after that Okay, check. And that is when we will announce what our next show is. But for the time being, we need to uh, get through um, get through this season. So uh, let's bring ourselves back to a beautiful, cozy early March on a Friday sponsored. in 1983. And sponsored brings, by Bob Seger. Sp- <laughs> sponsored by Bob Seger. Because we have episode 20 titled Night Moves. I'm going to kick this one off. Cam, do you have five minutes on the clock? Ooh. My phone died, so I gotta get a new one. Um, R.I.P. Three, two, one. Hit it. Here we go. We open with a trucker coming home when suddenly he's being followed by another truck, and they're pointing big semi-automatic rifles at him, uh, telling him to get out, get out, pull over. After a quick chase, uh, the trucker gets his tires shot out, and the armed robbers shoot the driver and flee with the cargo. It's okay, though, because it looks like the driver was just shot in the arm. Just then, Kit hears a CB radio signal um, and has no clue what any of the lingo means, nor does he have the time nor a desire to learn what it means. Devin calls us to report the stolen goods are actually from some kind of high-tech company. Really hope that comes back into play. Knight shows up to the truckers, uh, to the truckers to help solve this, where we meet Rick, 
the man who was shot, and Terry, his sister. We learned that their father was involved in some kind of truckers union or something like that, but uh, no matter what, these are truckers and they're stubborn and they seem to have like a real strong code of honor. At another garage, the truckers are all meeting to voice their concerns about the recent thefts uh, that have happened to a lot of their fleets. However, the cops uh, seem to be pulled too thin. This guy is like 75 years old. There's no way he can stop armed robbers anymore. Um, and there isn't much that he can do about it. Just then a man, co man comes out and offers to buy all of their trucks in exchange for a lifetime job with the company. Uh, some seem on board, but most of them actually seem pretty skeptical. Back in the car, uh, Michael Knight is lying to Terry about his knowledge of CB radio, probably so he can bang her. More on that later. Uh, the truckers show up at Knight's motel in an effort to destroy Kit, but you know, we all know how that usually goes. It never works. Uh, after a small fight ensues, the cops show up uh, and they tell us, to, uh, Michael Knight, hey, we we see through your little PI act. We know that you're, um, we know why you're here. Uh, Knight races back to the shop, uh, you know, our traveling 18-wheeler, where Bonnie is installing a long-range tracking scope so Kit can follow anything with a CB radio. Maybe that'll come into play in a little bit. Just then, Terry hits the road with some cargo uh, when an unmarked van starts chasing her, and they pull out their guns! Uh, Terry makes a call onto the CB radio that Kit picks up, and we are off to go save her. Off to go save her. Kit and Michael jump in the car, chasing after them, and because of that detecting of the truck, it manages to catch up very quickly. Uh, once on the road, pretty easily chasing off these hooligans. Not as good as a car chase as we're used to in these kind of episodes, but getting the job anyway. Uh, Michael pops out of the sunroof, jumps onto the truck, and actually uh, manages to get away. I'm sure the other car crashes, blows up in smoke, as it always does, and we manages to get the car to safety while waking up the knockout lady. Uh, back at the bar, Michael gets word that Kit um, is approaching... Oh, sorry, that Mr. Volger is approaching his car. Sorry. Michael Ward gets a word from Kit that the car that Mr. Volger is approaching has a bomb in it. Next thing you know, ba-boom. This car is gone. This hijacking has turned into murder. Sheriff Winston is starting to become suspicious of Michael as everywhere he goes, trouble seems to arrive. To find out what's going on, Devin sets a trucking contract to move the products across the country and whoever can get it there in time will be guaranteed a profitable and lengthy contract to really figure out who is behind these carjackings. Michael has a bait and switch and actually takes the Knight Industries truck down as the uh, delivery vehicle. Inevitably, the hijackers come and try and take Michael down as well as the lady. Uh, Kit follows behind them as we get our final car chase of the evening. Michael has Kit approach, exits the truck, um, jumps into his Knight, sorry, my Kit, forgot the name of it, and <laughs> chases down the hijackers who are shooting at him with their Tommy guns, but as we all know, Tommy guns do not work well against Kit. Michael causes them to crash. They go flying over the rails. Uh, next thing you know, they walk up to them, Scooby-Doo style, pay, take off their mask, and find out that Riggins is the man organizing everything. Next, they go back to where Riggins is actually is and uh, track him down and say we caught you now the cops come they say oh thank you michael you've done so much they arrest him michael takes kaylee dancing in her best dress and everyone enjoys a little sloppy joe's time with a lot to kill lots of kill there was not great cards yeah, there wasn't, wasn't great... much happened in this whole episode not no, much seemed to happen 
No, it was uh no, They're, especially even the car chases. Like, what, what's going on in the car chases these days? Well, especially after last week's emotional journey of following, you know, Michael Knight's previously Michael Long's ex-fiance. Uh, you know, that was an emotionally taxing episode, and you know, for us to kind of take a step back was a little disappointing. Yeah, but I mean that sets us up for the next one, right? But Cam, I was also uh, I was also particularly distracted in the second half of this episode when I was sitting on my couch and uh, out the window heard the unmistakable sound of a car crashing into something. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I am um, like, you know, yeah, you hear it and you know what the fuck's going on. And I stand up, look out the window, and this car had like veered. Over like onto the sidewalk and past the sidewalk, oh, no. hit a fire hydrant and like the fence. Oh, did it do the big? No, I wish. Uh, uh, hit hit. Why a, not? Hit, I thought that's what they do. <laughs> hit a fire hydrant and a fence that you know is uh, for somebody's backyard that was right along the uh, right along kind of the sidewalk there. And uh, so you I, the big I screech. So I was distracted by you know by that yeah, whole that I whole. Mean, Thing we all know what was gonna happen in the end. They were gonna catch the bad guy. I, sp I spent the next hour and a half to two hours just keeping an eye on whatever the hell was going on down there. Uh, you know, people, everyone taking the photos. The cops didn't show up for like two fucking hours. Jesus, you should have gone down there and just put on like a safety vest and just started pointing people like, yeah, keep moving, keep keep moving. We got we got it all it covered. Was the, the cops show up like, do you work here? You're like, I'm keep keeping an eye on the building. I got things covered, officers. It, it was just, it was the weirdest thing, because uh, this is now th twice now where there's been an incident actually at that exact same spot where police have been needed and they haven't shown up for an extended period of time. And then I'm always so confused because it seems like, it seems like nine times a day, Police officers blare their sirens right down Bathurst outside my window, and then there, when there's actually an accident, two hours for them to show up. It's just so so weird how uh, where my tax dollars are going these days. Uh, yeah. But it was very entertaining, and uh, who knows? Hey, there's a reason people rubberneck. You know about rubbernecking, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's a reason people uh, like to stop and stare at traffic, causing miles of delays. But hey. When I get, I'll say it. When I get to that turn, when I uh, when I manage to see that crash, I'm gonna take a peek. Well, of course, you yeah. got to. Of course, and it was nothing like the car wasn't totaled. It kind of knocked down like one of the fence panels. But it's one of those mm -hmm. things. You see a car in a place that a car is not supposed to be. You're gonna look. <laughs> you're just be like, ooh, yeah. What's it right doing by there? By my place, there's a. Oh, sorry. By my parents' place, they have a fire. Um. Or what do you call it fireman drills where they have like flipped over cars and they're all crunched up and they just leave them there because they're like yeah we'll just set these on fire and you know work on getting oh, dummies cool. out of it yeah but it catches me off guard every time because i see it and i'm like holy sh oh no we're good you're like oh my god those cars have been crunched and burned oh okay no never mind just, yeah, a just that's a drill. regular stuff yeah just training just training yeah i've never seen them on fire i would like to <laughs> but I of course you want to see them on fire have you ever seen a car on fire I have, yeah. Where? Um, I think I was in Atlanta, Georgia. Jeez. Yeah. It's not, not the answer I was expecting. Continue. 
No, that was about it. We were like coming back from the airport, driving down, you know, whatever the major highway down there is and just like a few lanes over or maybe like I think it was like an oncoming traffic. So like, you know, the other side of the highway yeah. was just fully engulfed in flames and they Damn. had, you know, crews there trying to trying to fix it. <laughs> see, cars to me don't seem like something that's easily combustible. So when you see it on fire, like holy smoke, something must really, have but doesn't really it gone wrong. doesn't it contain like fluids in them that are extremely sure, combustible? Yeah, but I mean, like if I hold a lighter to a car, nothing seems to happen. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. It's like I've never seen metal itself just like sure gas and whatnot will burn, but uh, it's just crazy to see something just like fully engulfed. Like that's a big problem. Yeah. Um, speaking of big problems, I'm buying sunglasses from somebody, and he was going to deliver them. Yesterday. Wait, 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 wait! You're buying sunglasses online? No, it's a guy. No, he sells me. Oh, cheap okay. Thank, thank God. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, my buddy wants a pair of these bad boys. Mm-hmm. Um. And I have a guy who sells them to me, and we I was going to go pick them up, and then just like I got caught up doing shit, so he's like, "Hey, I'm I'll buy I'm by your house like tomorrow or something. I'll come by." He texts me. Uh, he's like, I should be there in half an hour. Like 15 minutes later, he goes, bro, I got a situation on my hands. My bathroom's flooding. I'm like, then don't worry about the sunglasses. He's like, bro, this is a situation. Like, there's no way I can do this. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck this. Like, your bathroom's flood. Don't even text me. Like, just be like, yeah, if my bathroom's flooding, I'm like, yeah, I don't even, yeah, leave the phone off. I'm like, we got major problems. And he lives in an apartment building too. So that's going downhill yeah that sucks that sucks yeah haven't had anything flooded recently thank god i once uh clogged the toilet and started flooding and then you just pretend to ignore it and you'd be like that's crazy you ignored it i was a kid i just didn't know what to do okay yeah i think at one point you're kind of just like you're just anxiously walking around like i kind of hope someone goes in the bathroom so we can fix this but at the same time I hope just people just think it's a natural thing that the toilet's clogged. It's like, yeah, dog must have done it. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, the dog clogged the toilet. It was one of those things where you flush it and the water just sort of didn't go down. Oh, and then you flush again. You're like, please, God. And did it crest like, to the oh. brim? I think did, I was Did it start overflowing? Like, I'm like, I'm out. I don't know. Whatever happens next, I wasn't there to witness it. Right, right. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's good you got the hell out of there. Yeah. Eh, problem solved. Amen. Um, should we do our uh, little bit of uh, last game of the evening? Yeah, sure. What you got for me? All right. We got a game of headline or asinine to cap off the night. Hey. Hey. Headline or asinine. Uh, where we go through the world of the online web to figure out what's real, what's fake. Cam, headline or asinine. Goat dies after unnatural sex with senior citizen. Ah, uh, this is great. We had a story a few like a little while ago about I think somebody was having sex with chickens. So, uh, you know, certainly bestiality is a common, uh, you know, we've talked about it here before on the show. We've talked about bestiality before. So we're no, str- we're no strangers to that taboo material. Um, yeah, goat fucking, sheep fucking. Um, I can certainly understand, yeah, any animal where it's easy to take from behind, right? They can sort of be on all fours. You can just sort of creep up behind them. 
Um, but a goat is so small. A, a goat's a weird, at least a chicken you could fuck and probably presumably hold the chicken with your hands and kind of treat it like a fleshlight. But a goat, like, you would have to get on your knees or, like, it would be an awkward bang. Where a cow, for example, you maybe just kind of get on a footstool, bing, bang, boom, you're in, you're out. Uh, so, uh, that is interesting that a goat, I would like, you know, how, how big do goats get? Especially senior citizen, I mean, uh, you know, the, the man, you know, you have to be haunched over quite a bit, you know, seniors maybe don't have the best backs in the world, you know, a hip replacement, like, you would have to think that as an old man, having sex with a, like, a, a goat would be one of the more difficult things to do. Um, or you could be lying about the entire story. Uh, but, um, I'm an eternal optimist and I like to think that people are banging goats for fun. Uh, so I'm going to say this is a headline. This headline is out of Malaysia where a female goat. So, uh, you know, call it unnatural. Um, but he did use the vagina, uh, died after a senior citizen had, they, they keep using the word unnatural sex with it. And then I found there's a bunch more headlines in Malaysia referring to unnatural sex. So I'm not sure what it's referring to. I assume it's bestiality. Who knows? Um, a 45-year-old woman who's the legal owner of the goat realized the incident about 1.30 p.m. Weird time to be fucking a goat. But is there ever a good time? <laughs> uh, after he had weird sounds coming from the animal. Then she saw the half-naked man whom she recognized getting up from the goat before running away. Uh, they found the man. He was hiding in the bushes. He was arrested, and he will be going to court. Oh, um, the uh, the man, the the one banging the goat wasn't a senior. No, he was a senior. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, he was a sixty-year-old man. God, that must be tough. I mean, you know, a lot of people out there listening to the show, yeah, I'm sure you've been lonely, but never fucking a goat lonely. That's a whole different level of uh, shame. Very sad. Very sad. Uh, okay, Cam, I go in here for you. Headliner asinine. Um, more inclusive emojis, including a pregnant man, is coming to your smartphone. Well, that one's a stretch. I mean, there's a bunch out there that don't make any sense, but I feel like now we're getting into... Uh, a whole different category. A pregnant man. Um, not sure who they're trying to impress with that one. Um, I'm curious what the other ones are too. Cause, I mean, no one thought the 100 logo would be big, but now everyone likes that one. They hide it right in the back there. Um, every, they changed the face colors. That was that was a big step for emojis. Always find it interesting when someone um, uses that find it bizarre uh but this one pregnant man i'm gonna say that, that one's asinine i feel like that that's just stepping into a whole different world that you know they don't want to be a part of headline asinine, asinine, asinine uh well cam this is a headline and this is a news coming from you from this past saturday was world emoji day didn't know we needed that um, but this is, uh, this was from the popular emoji reference site, Emojipedia. 
who released okay. who uh, there's a whole thing who released new images of some of the finalists on the radar for new emojis that they add so here's how it worked emojis the emojis are currently seeking approval by the unicode consortium which is a non-for-profit organization that oversees emoji standards and responsibilities for new releases uh, pretty much what happens, people propose new emojis and the consortium needs to vote about whether or not those emojis are implemented onto various operating systems. Um, while some of these new releases won't come out until September, some of the finalists include some new hand gestures, uh, princes, uh, a, lip, a pair of lips, but the lips are kind of biting uh, um, you know, uh, like it's a sensual thing, and also two different versions of pregnant men, um, of all skin tones, of course. This is an effort to recognize that some transgender men are capable of having children, and the Unicode Consortium believes that, um, you know, having having these groups represented is important. All right, I'm just gonna move ahead from that one. It's a weird one. It's a weird one. I mean, well, okay, you know what? You know what? You know what gets me when it comes to emojis, like the inclusive em or like you know, just I guess all the emojis, adding new emojis. Who the why the who the fuck are using? I don't know. I don't use emojis in my ever, and so it's weird that people are using them so much so that like forty year olds are now they need emojis to represent them. Where my first thought is, you're forty. Why are you using? a little emoticon to represent your desires. I don't know. Maybe that's just me being fucking old and curmudgeoned. I know I'm in the minority there. I don't think you're in the minority. I think you're, there is some majority there. I don't know if it's majority or minority. Either way, yeah. I don't think we need to focus. I don't think we need to get angry about emojis. It's bizarre. Yeah, I don't know. Just sad. Um, headliner astronaut Cam. Um, coronavirus, sorry, uh, women are claiming boobs are getting bigger after having Pfizer jab. Ooh. Uh, now, of course, right? This would be, you know, Cam, like after you got your Pfizer shot, you had a rock hard erection for at least two weeks. Weeks. I think they said, yeah. They were like, okay, so it's two weeks until you're technically fully vaccinated and also two weeks until this massive boner goes away. So right. yeah, of course, uh, of course, women, um, you know, there's sim and similar effects, right? You know, all these women walking around with erect breasts um, is no different. Uh, now, this sounds like one of those things that uh, you know people kind of, um, you know, when you put two things together that don't make sense, but you like you justify it in your mind that it does. Uh, you know, I got the, I got the Pfizer shot and, and now my boobs are bigger. Therefore the Pfizer shot made my boobs bigger or, um, you know, I don't know. Maybe I can't think of another example right off the, right off the hop, but I think it's probably something like that. Um, so I think you're making this one up because it just doesn't sound real or unfortunately, if it is a real headline, it's going to be like, um, reports from Arkansas, like one of those states where they're real fucking dumb. Uh, so I'm going to say this one's asinine. This one is a, another headline uh, where these, first of all, great thumbnail, as you'd expect. Um, 
Women are claiming that one unexpected side effect is claiming their breasts have grown bigger. And the reason behind it is their lymph nodes are swelling. It's, it's kind of a rare thing, but it is happening. Uh, this news report comes out of Australia, where an influx of newly vaccinated women are making mammogram appointments. So it's a swollen nymph nodes, which would be behind the breast, uh, which are swelling up. Apparently, it does go away, but they are a little bit concerned, as you should be with a new, um, new vaccine, which, you know, is brand new to the world. Either way, um, if you want something to look at, check out this headline for the content or the pictures. Hubba hubba. Hubba hubba. Aruga. That's a good one, Cam. So watch out those Pfizer shots. Uh, okay, Cam, ready for your next headline? Correct. Okay, here we go. Headliner asks nine. Um, FBI seizes over 500 penises during raid at morgue employees' home. Ooh. This is a guy you need to watch out for. You know, you hear about, hey, there's a bunch of dead cats in the neighborhood. Keep an eye out for someone a little suspicious. Hey, we've noticed that. Actually, you probably wouldn't notice, and that's the problem. No one's taking down the drawers of the uh, deceased and checking, like, well, how big was he? You know, there's legends about this guy. Let's, let's, let's check how real this is. One of these days, they zip down, and they go, by God, he's a woman. Um <laughs> Uh, but do I think this is real 500? I mean, once you get started, once you do one, you're like, there was no consequences. I want all shapes, sizes, and colors. Please and thank you. Keep those in the freezer. And, uh, you know, you have a good Saturday afternoon plan for yourself. That's a headline. That one's asinine, Cam. Ah. Made it up. Made it up. But Maybe you're just right. The guy I know. But you are right. Once you get started, there's no going it's back. It's hard to stop. There's no going hard back. To stop. Yeah. Okay, I'm headliner last time. Bring your house and share your spouse. New Swingers Trailer Park opening up in Louisiana. Oh, bring your house, share your spouse. Wow. Um, what I like about this is that it's like, uh, I like to think that in trashy places like Louisiana, there are, all, there is so much trailer trash gangbanging that somebody out there was like, let's just take advantage of the market. You know, instead of having a trailer park where everybody lives, but, you know, it's a very tab... The gangbangs are... The gross, fat, disgusting gangbangs are taboo. Let's have a uh, trailer park, which is... That's, you know, that's 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 the uh, that's the appeal of it. It's sort of like, you know, uh, it'll be like resorts or vacations where it's like adults only. You know, kids... Sort of something like that, right? Because, like, I would personally feel very uncomfortable swapping my wife and then looking into the eyes of a child. Uh, and I'm sure there are a lot of people out there also, right? They want to have carefree sex with numerous partners and not have to worry about little Timmy, you know, uh, playing uh, playing uh, catch in the lot beside you, right? Um, so this kind of works out. I think there's a uh, there's a certain level of trashiness that comes with trailer parks and uh, group sex. I think those types of people are uh, very similar. And um, this sounds like a great business all around, really. Um, I'd like to see more of these opening up in the future. And uh, I'm going to say it's a headline. 
This is a headline out of Mamou, Louisiana, where T-Boys, T-E-E-B-O-I's Swingers Trailer Park is gaining attention in southern Louisiana. And like the saying goes, they're blasting this. Bring your house, share your spouse. You can come to Mamou for many good things. This will be one of them. Um, they think that swinging's a bigger market than they, well, than most people believe. And they claim that more people are into it than you know. Live free. Don't be scared of it. There's a big community of it, and I think a bunch of them aren't shy. The ones that are shy, hell with them. Roll with it. It's a good thing compared to most things. Um, yeah, so this is, I think this is probably going to get more traction than we think. Probably a lot of people jumping into the swingers market who uh, hadn't before. Cam, I know you're planning to go to Louisiana. Uh, related? Uh, completely unrelated. Um, but you say you're going to Mamou, right? I'm going to Mamou, Louisiana. I'm stopping stopping off in Biloxi to uh, just kind of give a quick shout out to uh, Katrina. Um, not the hurricane. I have a friend named Katrina. She lives out there, and uh, it's nice to you know pay my respects to her sometimes. Fair enough. Give me a headline, Cam. Okay, Cam. I got one more here for you. Uh, headliner ass nine. Um, teens find dead body. And sell his jewelry on Snapchat. Oh, man. Uh, I hope they didn't show the dead body on Snapchat. That's a very Jake Paul thing to do. Um, I think Logan. Logan Paul, I think, was the dead guy. Sorry. My mistake, Jake. Uh, Uh, You're you're the fighting fan, so you should know this. Yeah, but those aren't fighters. Um, Okay. Plowing ahead. Um, yeah, do I think that someone probably did this? Yeah, we've seen some really dumb things on Snapchat. People post a lot of things and they think there's going to be no consequences because the videos delete after five seconds. I don't know if there's screen capturing technology. There probably is. Of course, there's screenshots that go on. Some things you just shouldn't promote to your friends like LOL, found this on a dead guy for sale. Um, that being said, I definitely think these, uh, these goddamn Zoomers are, are, are trying to are trying to steal my dead friends um, wallets or jewelry and definitely trying to sell them on somewhere they think we'll never get back to them headline cam this is a headline here for you this is a story from uh, Texas where two teenage girls found the remains of a 25 year old man uh, who they then robbed and sold his belongings on uh, to their friends on Snapchat. Uh, the teens found a body in a ditch um, in Bexar County, which is near San Antonio. Um, the police believe the man to have take uh, hung himself, took his own life, hanging from a drainage ditch. The girls apparently found the body, and they had told another friend, and then that friend had called 911. Um... Investigators arrived to the scene, find a body, uh, found the girls. Uh, but then later, when they were investigating the murder, they found a video circulating online showing the scene before they arrived. The video shows the, t- the two teen girls taking a gold necklace off of the body and proclaiming to their followers, uh, do you want it? It's for sale. Um, after the police recognized the teens from the video, uh, sorry, from the video, both teens were brought in and questioned where the teens said they stole the necklace because it, quote, matched their fashion style. 
The girls admitted to stealing the necklace and a pendant, and while they have returned the pendant to the family, the chain has not been returned. Uh, both girls uh, have been charged uh, with uh, theft from a human corpse, which I didn't know there was a specific subsect of theft from a human corpse. Didn't think that had to exist, but it does. Uh, so there you go. Well, good to know that uh, that's off the table. I, apparently, you can't steal dicks. You can't steal gold watches. Cam, another great episode. Uh, yeah, thanks for the, it thanks really for was. It really was. Episode 80. It was. Uh, episode 80. Thanks for listening, it's, folks. Uh, you can my rate- favorite player's number is 80. Who is? Your favorite player, too. Uh, I got nothing. I don't know a player named 80. <laughs> Cam frantically typing 80. <laughs> But, yeah, I just but, typed eighty, but but, but, but not up. using the numbers. He's going. He's going E I G H T Y, best sports, and then S P O R T S. Mike Tyson. No, that's damn it. That's eight <laughs> players of the eighties. God damn it. <laughs> I'm gonna Wayne Gretzky. I'm oh. gonna say some uh, wide receiver somewhere out there. Well, folks, thanks for listening to another another episode of Two Season of Pod. You know you can rate, review, like, and subscribe. The show is everywhere, and you're gonna want to tune in because these last few weeks we will have the last two episodes of season one of Night Rider, and including uh, what our next show will be as we just kind of take ourselves into the future uh, and we keep going. Jerry Rice. There you go. All right, and never forget, folks, when you think you're in a heat wave, because it sure feels like that, never forget, California once had a heat wave that turned grapes into raisins. I'm Cam LeClaire, signing off. Take care. Sayonara. Take care, folks. Tonight on Two Seas in a Pod. 96.7 on your... Two C's in a pod, 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 two C's in